Okay, hit it. Come sit by the microphone because you need to be able to be heard. Okay, let's move down a little bit so that we can Alright, dumbass. All I know is I gotta edit you to like crank you all the way up. I only got good vocal for a lot. Disgusting. I got one of them to just go. <laughs> so this is a. Uh, yeah, what's the song? What's the tune? Modulation, Chuck. Pills. 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 The likes of which we ain't got. I need me a tiny beer. Yeah, who brought these? A wee Corona. It wasn't me. Oh, We're drinking somebody's you didn't beer. Bring tiny little limes. <laughs> no, I didn't like even bring beer. You're <laughs> <laughs> drinking somebody else's beer, I guess. Yeah. What are you doing? Stop. Stop and listen. Just turn the volume down. I did. Oh. Well, this might. Oh, switch off the back of the thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because if you unplug it, we'll never get it plugged back in. We are recording all this, by the way. Good. 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 We've got an intro. Well, let's uh, erase the part about the beer. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want people to know we have beer. No. That we beer take our beer. We drink somebody else's beer. We took their beer. Oh, you know, there's some XLR cables up here. That's funny. Ah. And it's putting her trust in a wooden piano stool. Let me say this, and I still can't fucking find the power button. But I'm not giving up until. It's on this side, I think. No. The green light's on. Wasn't there on this side? In the back? I, have no, I have no idea. Leon, I think you should help too. Well, I think you should advise on that. <laughs> I think you should deduce it from afar. I've actually. When Lewis, when, when Lewis is never just standing on the ground. needed to find it, but I'm pretty sure it's like back. further around the back of it than I can when I'm standing <laughs> on a piano bench. I don't really think it's that big of a factor. Well, that's where you are just so long. It's crazy. We can turn it off. You can unplug it here. Oh, yeah, just, just do it there. Yeah. Or is this it? Oh, my original idea. That's a good one. Just oh, just put the, uh, turn off the yeah. strip. There you go. Then we're going to lose. There you go. Yeah. Piece yeah, of cake. All the mood lines. Yeah, Mission accomplished. Yeah. What's okay. I think it's just the room. Now, how long will it take us to figure out that it's unplugged? My shit's off. <laughs> oh, that's 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 Maybe out. it's this. this. Nope. Doesn't have a pickup selector on it, so it can't be that. That's a compressor relay mechanism buzzing before it kicks in. Is it? Hmm? Well, thanks. I hate it. This. I don't the noisy make. I, don't I still think we should unplug everything in here. Just yeah. <laughs> we should go about. You will find out that that sound is coming from inside the house. You are listening from inside the house. Get out now.
I'm wrong. You're listening to. Oh my God! Sit down. Therefore, it's the uh, <laughs> Pizza Hut. Leon, I'm taking the panel <laughs> off the air conditioner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody got a chisel? Yeah. <laughs> I need to get through this drywall. Operate. I wasn't operating. Was, uh, yeah. Go for it. No. Mm. Guys, any more giggles? We got to get out. I like the giggles. You know, it's just ladies. Now it's time to. Yeah, do our serious podcast work. I really hope that you maintain the serious attitude. You're listening to I Think I've Heard the Rakers, a podcast out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, starring the Rakers. We're a rock band and we're amazing. We have Alex Cook, who plays guitar, keys, accordion, the zither. <laughs> so many things. Uh, I'm a hack of all trades. Yeah. Glockenspiel. The glo- the, yes, the uh, Glockenspiel. We got Lance playing lead guitar and singing. We got Leon playing lead guitar, Lewis on bass, me on drums. And tonight we're going to be talking about Alex's song, Pills. Let's give a listen to it before we go in and discuss it. Five, six, seven, eight. Now we can talk about it. All right. Man, that was incredible. Yeah. That song awesome. blows my mind. Yeah. yeah. Quick That's out. a good one. Well, so Alex, uh, when I when I hear pills, I you know I immediately think that we're going to be talking about some yeah some kind of fun drugs. But I believe this is actually not not about fun drugs. No, right. This is more vitamins. Uh, well, I I don't know if it's vitamins, but it's the premise of the song, and it it came from an observation on a friend of mine that uh, after they had like a terrible breakup and they ran into the person they broke up with Mm. and overhearing the conversation 
And the the person that you break up with all of a sudden like looks fantastic and is like blossomed. And they're like, "Are you taking care of yourself? Are you are you you know taking?" All a, you could picture is, you, that, is that mattress that you sleep that, on, like, right? Out of bed frame, and you, you're like, "I'm actually doing really good." Yeah. So so the so the the. The broken up person comes back and it's like, are you taking care of yourself? Are you, are you taking all your medication? Like very, you know, parental kind of like, you know, I'm, I worry about you. Actually, and, I know you always had a hard time remembering to get your refill. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and it's just so much of like, you know, I, I've been there. I've been there in a breakup of having somebody who decided afterwards to be like, you know what? I'm gonna help him. I'm gonna help him get in a good place. And it's like, oh, great, great. Thanks, I, hate that too. I tried. I tried to get you out of my good place. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of where that that song comes from. It's that, a funny way to be condescending. Yeah, yeah, it is because it really is coming from like a place of concern, but it's totally condescending concern. Yeah. It's totally like. Do you find it's a more magnified version uh, of what was happening in the relationship with the situations with the ex? Or, or are you just like, God, I like, you know, for better or worse, we're breaking up, but I was really hoping I wasn't going to have to deal with this exact bullshit anymore. Exactly. That's precisely it. I mean, I think, I think probably, like, toward the end of a relationship, it's always horrible and, like, at its peak dysfunction. And uh, I think... Um, so I think this is kind of like a, you know, we've taken a step back. That person is now not responsible for the other person, but still somewhere in their cold little heart cares. And uh, that they're, you know, run into them while they're looking fantastic and say, like, I'm just checking on you. Just just want to take a pulse. Just it's see. Horrible, I mean, that's a horrible thing. It's such a, such a horrible thing to do to someone. You know, like you're yes. not together anymore and you just, you know, you just... Want to lord something over them? Yeah, and it's like none of your business how I'm doing, actually. You know what you want to say in those moments? Like, I'm doing really great. And your recurring yeast infections? <laughs> yes. Does Keith, is his name? Does Keith know what Right. Is? is that his name? Kyle? Do you have any extra Corey? creams? Yeah. Do you know, you we had to go to Mexico for those. <laughs> She'll tell you that story, I'm sure, won't you? <laughs> I've been on the other side of that, though, where it's like, um, where you break up with someone and they still want you to be their caretaker. Yeah. And so they're relying on you emotionally, and at a certain point you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. why are you talking to me still? And if this is not romantic, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, it sounds like, you know, like, in the, it's, it's about comfort in a weird way. So, you know, the ex that is being condescending and like... Oh, it's just a way to make themselves feel That's fucking true. better, yeah. right? About what's right. happening. Well, and it's always like kind of like a awkward situation when you when you're broken up, and then like four weeks later, when like the 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 shock of it is kind of worn off a little bit, but you're still like you're about to pay your second rent at your new place. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Your first rebound has already gone off the court and you're moving on to your second rebound. And uh, yeah, My first rebound has moved to Austin by now. Right. 
<laughs> They're gonna become an esotist. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Did I say this song's about Anna? No. Uh, but uh yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what's going on in this song. But then also part of it, uh a little bit in the little bridge is um did y'all ever see it's the Saturday Night Live thing? Um Sam Watterson doing like one of those like old people commercial old people uh insurance commercials? No. It's like a skit. We'll we'll post it when we post this. He does this and it's all about uh robot attack insurance. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that that the robots they're gonna come yeah. they're gonna come get in your house. Take your magazines and and they eat your pills, <laughs> and so that's what I kept thinking about. It's like you know they're gonna kill me, <laughs> you know, over my pills. So, my pills. so that's part of it. Yeah, they're coming for my me. pills. Yeah. And usually when you're in that, you're in like like whatever your pharmaceutical situation is. You're usually kind of in a tailspin there too, and. So then, trying to get them to pay for your drugs. Yeah, or, so or or like whatever it is, generic, like, and you're like I don't want it. The generic gives me like, you know, really bad really? diarrhea. When has the generic ever been in any way different pharmaceutically? Really, Mister Lily Bowels over here. No, <laughs> Lily Bowels. <laughs> <laughs> but there are members of our family that have suffered through that exact, uh, exact non. I just think of it like right after a breakup, you go through like a like a really healthy uh, self destructive ebb where you're like, I'm getting off my meds. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna party. I'm gonna Shut enjoy up. myself. I'm gonna like, yeah, you know. Did you read my diary? <laughs> well, you posted. Like everywhere, you know. I, um, I post physical copies of it. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's part of it, too. So, part of it is really like, I know when this happened to me, and the person was like, you know, are you taking your pills or whatever? Like, I wasn't. And I was in an obvious, like, kind of like terrible state. How did you respond? So, yeah, fine. And like eye pops out, you know, and like, <laughs> and I walk into in front of a bus or something yeah, like that. Everything's yeah. great. So I'm assuming the breakup er is the one that's doing the rescue, caretaking, guilt trip. It kind of doesn't matter, really. The breakup because I mean, really, when you get into it, like who broke up with who? Eh, does it? Is it really? That's like who you know. There's motivations on, uh, like, on both sides Absolutely. there to, to, yeah. be, to be that fucking dick. Yeah. yeah. You know, because if, if you initiated the breakup, then you want to, you know, sort of, you know, be the bomb. But then if you didn't, and you're the, then obviously you're still, still just attached. Right. Either way, I think people just don't know how to fucking break up with each other, and this pisses me off so much with my friends because, you know, I, I mean, I really do think that for the most part, this, like... And we just, like, still talked every day, even from the day we broke up. And, like, our best friends, it's like, you might be best friends, like, at some point, but to actually break up with somebody, you're going to have to, like, spend a few, like, days or weeks not talking to each other. Like, is this... I don't don't appreciate that. Is is that an idea, their breakup, is that because at that point in the relationship, they weren't having sex anyway? So they're going to break up (laughs) so they can hook up with somebody else, but still be friends with this person that they have... 
total familiarity with. I mean, those are the people who slowly break up over, you know, two or 14 years. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I get to watch it happen uh, on a weekly basis with. Oh. Yeah. I wish I could add something to that, but I have no experience in breakups. In breakups? <laughs> in breakups? <laughs> Do you just, like, drift off like, like uh, autumn leaves? <laughs> like, do you just like uh, you know how a tree limb breaks off and the leaves are still alive right that's <laughs> Leon <laughs> they don't ever turn they just stay green yeah that's yeah that's Leon yeah is that I mean because I mean you've had your share uh, I've never broken up though it's just everything like you might as well still be dating all I refuse to incriminate myself (laughs) oh come on is it just because that like faint line in the sand finally like disappeared I know some stories my friend Mm -hmm. and I know that you have not not been broken up with (laughs) and I may have like two or three I'm thinking of well I don't recall any um sympathy coming back around Oh my God! Oh my God! Here it comes. Nobody was worried whether Leon was taking his pills. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Nobody asked me. Are you taking these cyanide pills? Right. Not that there's anything wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I prefer a breakup when when it's more like uh, that. You know that you walk them down to the pier and you put them on the boat. And you push that boat out in the harbor, and then you light your arrow on fire and <laughs> and watch it do that. That's that's that was my approach. Yeah, that's a, that's how you do break. That's called a Viking breakup. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's a good breakup right there. You got you got to cut that 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 shit, man, because otherwise you're just like oddly comforting each other through a time when like that is. I mean, it's it is hilariously counterproductive. Well, it's always also people who, like, will hook up with somebody in their giant, in their close circle of friends. It's like, well, that's <laughs> a terrible idea yeah. because it's, it's going to break up and then it's going to get weird. And you're either going to get ejected or that person is or you both are. Because you're a pain, in, you're both a pain in the ass. Now. I mean, at that point, I, I you're would, both ruining Trivial Pursuit Night. At that point, I, I would not want to yeah. be a part of the group that would have me. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I don't. You know, I, that's not to uh, to say that it is not an admirable and very cool thing when, uh, especially parents who are exes, can get along. I yeah, feel like I, mean, that's, I can say I'm thinking about my buddy yeah. Alvin. That is probably so magical. Probably will listen to this, but Alvin's from Austria, and the Europeans tend to have a better handle on this broke up with his wife, and they sat me down like I was one of their kids to tell me about it. <laughs> they still own a business together. And right. They still manage to do that, and they have a kid together, so they have to remain friends. And they are like, they never seem to have had any difficulties. Like, they've remained close the whole time. And I'm like, dude, you're way more European than me. I can never yeah. do that. <laughs> You've actually got a better ex-marriage than most people's marriage. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's still does. It's been like, you know, 10 years since they broke up. I don't know. We could use Europeans as examples. I mean, that was my <laughs> argument. Yeah. You should never marry somebody you can't what? break up with Kill. or, you know, be a, have a civil, <laughs> well, Leon, there's a little, civil there's separation. A, you know, that's that, that juxtaposes a... Uh, an anachronistic envelope inside of an onion there. Uh, How do you know? The, the, well, this, this <laughs> you, should never, you should never marry someone you, you can't break up with. 
Well, it's true, but I hate it. Yeah. Education sometimes is in retrospect. Mm. After it's over, then you can make that call. Get well, your education in retrospect. You, let me say this: DHP in love. <laughs> I was say, you know you can marry them, and you know you can break up with them once it's all fucking over. Right. Well, it's a little pat on the back there for nothing. Actually, that's only for people who are guilty of thinking futuristically beyond fifteen minutes. And I ain't in that category. <laughs> so, so you exist in basically about a fifteen-minute bubble. How is your son, Leon? How is you maybe a day? Asking that. I mean, well, I was honestly. Well, I don't. I don't know if everybody. Everybody has met the 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 beautiful hot air balloon tethered by a gossamer string <laughs> that is Leon Lejeune. But he's um, glorious. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So it's about a day bubble for you, well, like. This is all we all, all we have is right here. This is very true. Take care of it right here. It's very Ram Dahl right there. He has a kid. <laughs> this is true. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got a kid like our age. Yeah, yeah, he's all right. We are not the same age. Well, we we are. Yeah. <laughs> not that I'm not getting there. But all right, so Leon, you you live in the moment. Your heart's never been broken. You've never had a breakup. Do you have a heart? You didn't. You said that. that I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Is that projection? Um, yeah, it was a. It was a little bit devil's advocate leading. Yeah. You can't have a breakup if you just live it one day at a time. Can't you? Mm, yeah, you can. Because one of those days well, you you're like, Ooh, in that day, well, and also yeah. the other person's not. Yeah. Living but that I mean, way. yeah, yeah. Have you met lesbians? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> <laughs> what do lesbians bring on the short. first date? A paella? What do they bring on the second date? A U-Haul. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and to the third, there's their secret 17 pets. That they <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, and an igloo. <laughs> Where should we put the ferrets? Yeah. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere, you, you seem to practice the, the the Buddhist notion of submission. Yes, and no attachments. It, it's, you know, it, it is. You know, you have to accept the reality around you, whatever happens. You know? yeah. I think you could accept reality and still think. I don't know, maybe half. Well, an you hour can spend future. a whole lot of time suffering um, yeah. and analyzing shit to death. There's no power in knowing why or understanding something. <laughs> what was that light bulb breaking sound? Was that, yeah. was that your mind? Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> I'd, I definitely have no idea. Yeah. I think maybe maybe Lewis does a little bit. Alex, uh, think, Alex thinks he has more of an idea than he does, and Lance has less. He thinks he has less of an idea than he does. Yeah. You guys are so perfect. Yeah, mesh like that. That's why we'll never split up until right now <laughs> on this podcast. Mom, Dad, <laughs> girls, you're both beautiful. Um, it's not your fault. It's. I never asked to be born. You're not my real dad, Lewis. You, however, are my real dad. Um, have you had a major heartbreak? Yeah. 
and I liked. I, I took the Viking approach that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that like subscribed earlier. I'm more of a Viking kind of you guy know? too. Yeah. You know, I was thinking okay, about if the space Viking approaches with I an arrow. Where does that arrow go? You know. Onto the boat. It's a flaming smart, arrow. But oh, it's so right on the boat. boat. Okay. Like a Viking feel. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. like you get, you, you yeah, that's not a remote control explosive device. I mean, you could, but, but really the, the okay, yeah. arrow is more romantic. Way yeah, to it's, it's more explode honorable. your ex on a barge. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I actually I was thinking about Lance's uh, song Space Man because we were talking about how I thought it was like maybe a little sort of, uh, I, I don't know, like, condescending, maybe not a little, like, you remember this conversation that we had mm-hmm. uh, about how maybe you were kind of holding on, like the spaceman was holding on too much and be like, I give myself all this glory for mm-hmm. letting you go. I sort of feel that same, and not to compare you, of course, to whatever, you know, dick-ass ex uh, mm-hmm. Alex mm-hmm. was dealing with there, yeah. but it, there is, I think, some sort of complicated pull uh, after relationships you know have ended that is sort of an interesting quagmire no gonna regret that one Ooh, I like that uh, yeah. I bet it's out there yeah well it was definitely with that song for sure it was a martyr kind of a complex for sure thinking of okay I'm gonna take the high road here when this does go south kind of not that you even did, you know, the, the wrong or the right thing. It's right. just, it, yeah. But, yeah, that's probably not how I would handle it. That's, like, idealized. You guys <laughs> yeah. are sweet. It's like you write this half of the breakup song, mm-hmm. and then he writes the other half of the breakup yeah, song. Yeah, you know, how many of these songs on this record are about breakups? That seems to come up a lot yeah. in this song. For some fuckers are like, like, like yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> more so than I really thought, honestly. Like, you know. It's because the rest of, like, I'm, you know, I've gone through so many breaks. It's like, I go to write a song about it, and what comes out is, uh, uh, and then I watch television. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, for, I mean, it's a character thing. Like, you get pissed off, and you get into uh, sort of this state of mind where you're, like, um, uh, thinking about what it would be like. But then, you know, you write the song, and you get past it. And the song helps you get past it. For me, the song helps you get past the the, the the fake feeling that you just made up for yourself. <laughs> so that you past it. It's real. It sure is, bud. Super real. It's yeah. it's well, as real as the advent of breakups, heartbreaks. What's the average record in here? A heartbreak? Yeah, like suffering. Like how long? Or how many? Yeah. Or not average, but just. Uh, a five sample in here. What do you? I don't know what these uh, words mean. Yeah. Well, if if you're quantitatively, somebody it, brought up heartbreak, maybe you. How many times have you had your heart broken? No. Like Just, a uh, bazillion times. How yeah. long do you suffer with it? Or oh oh yeah, okay. How long do you suffer with it? Honestly, I, not long. I have a good answer for this. Yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. No, I. After my seven-year relationship ended, I decided I, like, I wasn't going to feel that way forever because it was so horrible. But I didn't know what to do, so I began to uh, aggressively grieve. Mm-hmm. As, you know, and every time I felt like crying, I was the most. You guys probably remember this pretty vividly. Uh, I was a crying, stupid mess because every time I felt bad, I was like, "I don't care. I got to get this out. I got to lean into it." I used to sit on my back porch 
at about like three o'clock. I, my crying had a cycle for like two or three months there. It was a seven-year relationship, and I would sit on the bed and I'd, you know, I'd smoke. And these kids would be getting out of school, you know, sitting there at the, at the stop sign, and I just would be sitting there fucking crying my fucking eyes out because my body felt like it. I was like, we gotta do this, we gotta get it out, gotta get it done. And I think after a while, they, they were like. Oh yeah, yeah, that cry that old crying ladies out there. <laughs> were you yeah. were you crying like full moaning, crying like, <gasps> like? Sometimes it was yeah, what I yeah. To be, but because I was leaning into it so much, it was mostly just leaning. a slow. Because honestly, you you when you have like an extreme emotion, you usually kind of go there. Oh yeah, she goes I, there. I, I don't. I don't usually. I usually like. All right, reel this in. I'm going to be like a bigger. No, ass I, I just than couldn't. I, normally I just couldn't. Yeah. You know, I just had to be because I, I couldn't live like mine that. out for about yeah. few years. I didn't. I did not want to live like that. Yeah. It was not going to work. So I just decided to like, you know, <laughs> squeeze it all out. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, That's it kind of worked pretty That's well, healthy. actually. I think I, I'm really actually proud of myself for how yeah. I dealt with that. For for uh, scarring some school children, but, but yeah, they were gonna get scarred, you know. Like, yeah, good I'll tell you, my favorite thing about this song is Lance's little guitar intro. That That's, I think that didn't that yes. start out as a mistake? No, actually, it was real. Um, I was fucking around with uh, uh, like Robert Quine, mm-hmm. Matthew Sweet kind of stuff. Yeah, and I just like I literally you called me on a Sunday and said. I've, I wrote this song. We met each other up here. Oh, that's right. And, that um, is right. And so I had it, like, I just, like, it just came out from playing around. Like, from the from the get-go, I remember, because it was just, like, I love that. Bing, bang. It's, like, it's so, like, uh, Who worked that out, huh? It's, like, kind of, no, 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 he came up with that no, thing. Yeah, yeah, he came up with that thing, like, the day we wrote it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, the, that song kind of came out fully formed, pretty much. That was, that, that was actually one of the easiest songs we ever no, put I together. No, I love that. I like, love I will, if I'm practicing guitar at home, that is always uh, a riff that I go back to. Like, yeah. I just really enjoy playing that. It's, it's technically, it, lo- it looks interesting to play, you know, mm-hmm. as a yeah. guitar player. Yeah, it's got that major, major seventh thing? Yeah. Well, in the harmonics, right? Yep. And the, and the strings on the fingers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's. Yeah. I don't know what it's. Yeah. I've actually tried to like figure that out because I was uh, working it up acoustic to play a Jolie Pearl if I decide to play this past weekend, and uh, I was like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shock Lance. I'm gonna figure out that little bing bang." It's a, it's a and long I, stretch. And I was like, <laughs> "Nope, I can't figure. I don't know where these notes are." So I just didn't do it, and didn't play it <laughs> for that very reason, because that's kind of my favorite part of the song, right? There. That's like that story about Jimi Hendrix figuring out uh, Sgt. Pepper's like the night after he heard it for the first time before the album was out, and then playing it live. Right. And just breaking all of his strings and then begging Eric Clapton to show <laughs> up Paul McCartney told me that story one time. He personally, yeah. He was talking to Ginger Baker concert. at the time. Yeah, I was the only one there and he knew it. Yeah. You were hanging out with Luther Vandross. 
I mean, Lou, look, Lou was there, but, you know, we weren't, we're, Lou and I are on again, off again. I don't want to get in. I don't want yeah, to get but, into Mr. Well, no, that's somebody who probably has, like, a complicated breakup as Luther Mandross. <laughs> you know. If you know if you know any of my original songs, um, me and LV is... Like, LV. <laughs> LV. LV. Yeah. So, I, I would actually cry if I sang it right Painful. Now. Like, painful. hard, and she'd scare a school child. Oh, yeah, you don't want to see <laughs> Coming that. off the bus. I think, you know, I, I, these were high school kids, though, and they uh, they were coming out of, a, like, a, a rich Catholic school, so I feel like uh, they were pretty well-adjusted enough to be like, it's funny the first 15 times. They've been, they've been warned like, by their parents about renters, what they're like, what <laughs> renters are like. <laughs> and, like, they were like, Caden, Bradle, those are <laughs> renters. Don't worry about them. <laughs> Ash- Ashtar. Just kidding, the world's definitely going to end before then. Yeah, totally. The rich Catholic school. Yeah. Well, you know, like the poor Catholic school. I don't think I, the they parochial exist. system is uh, is is a, a little more yeah, financially diverse. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to talk. About, I don't want to. I don't want to talk a turn here. I'm still. Yeah, uh, they pay tuition. Usually. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, so yeah, I really like that song. I think that's a fun song. Mm-hmm. It's a fun song to play. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, sure. it's a hard one to sing. I remember when we we were recording it, we were trying to get those last bits, mm-hmm. you know, the the last bit, and Lance was having a migraine or something. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and like Sam was busy, like said, "Oh, you weren't here. We it was just the three of us." No, there was a. No, it was the three of us here, and he was having he was having a migraine, and so I was kind of hungry, so I was like, "Well, I'll, I'll run to the store and get." You know, what do you need, Tylenol? So I ran to the store and bought, like, you know, a pint of, like, Jack Daniels <laughs> and some uh, beef jerky. Beef jerky and and magazine? maybe in a magazine. Huh. Like, exactly. basically, no, nothing but impulse items and no Tylenol. <laughs> like, I come back with a full grocery bag full of junk from there, like... Hmm. These are these are kind of cheddar funyuns. Hmm. And like, and Lance, so, it's like my head is really killing me. And it's like, oh, dag, I forgot. I had so we had the, some whiskey and some beef jerky and finished this. And one. somehow, like, managed to hit those notes in there because it was like, yeah, the whiskey and Tylenol might have killed you. <laughs> I mean, I've been taking my pills. Like you're, that you're took bad, a while. Your, your battle was maybe Lily-esque, but you are you're yeah, pretty rough, right? Sword. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would trust you in a tough spot. Yeah. <laughs> in a bowels tough spot. <laughs> bowels. Bowels. Yeah, uh, in a bowels duel. That's a that's a, like on ESPN six. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a toughie. You have my money's on the Japanese for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. The next day after Nathan's hot dog eating contest, <laughs> right? They should just have that. The oh, next day. God, a, yeah. a ninety pound yeah. uh, Asian girl just like kicks so much ass. It's like, oh my like god, never seen anybody defecate like Xing Yao. Yeah. It's like you have no idea how much pleasure I get from this. You will never experience anything like I do. Well, you know, what? I think that's a great place to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Emptying your bowels. <laughs> on ESPN six. From, from condescending exes all, all the way there to the bowel movements of competitive eaters, specifically champions. Um, yeah. It's been a lot of fun, guys. I appreciate you showing up and sitting closer to the mic a little bit more every week. It is, yes. Uh, it's it's hel- it's helpful to all of us. Uh, please feel free to reach out, and we are always looking for sponsors. We have a few announcements here. We have a show coming up uh, November 2nd, the Ogden Park Prowl, which is the most funnest street party in Baton Rouge history. We've played every history. single year in its history. We have. We have played every single damn one of them at Barrington's house right behind the radio bar. Uh, come on out. Not sure what time, so just come out all day. There's crafts. There's food. There's the the coolest people in Baton Rouge. Uh, it's blocks and blocks. You, you can you can walk, and uh, it's all you know during the daylight. And usually it's either boiling hot or freezing cold. I think this year is going to be perfect. It's right on the money, baby. Yeah. So we're playing that. So come on out and see us. Pick up the record, like and share this podcast. Do the all rake, the things. The records are come. The Rakers.com. Is that where she's at? Or dig, on dig. Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, uh, Bandcamp, else. Apple Music, yep. Peach Music. The Google. The Google. Sure. We're on the Google Play. We are on the Google we're, Play. We're on Tidal. Yeah, Tidal. What's the one that, that uh, Lewis was into? What's the, the one you said, uh, the name of it? With, what's that one called? You're Which called one? Rhapsody? No, no. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> real player. Real player. We're probably we're on real player somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we're on all those. Yeah. For our Chinese listeners, we're on all of those Chinese websites. Huawei, uh, I just want to say, cheers, cheers. All good friends know what All right, thanks. Bye. You do that shit.